This is the Breakout Media Network. Right after the break, we're going to interview Eric Weihenmayer, who climbed the highest mountain in the world, Mount Everest. But he's gay. I mean, he's gay. Excuse me. He's blind. So we'll hear about that coming okay. up. Welcome to the Break Room with Mark, Dave and Dustin. Cue the theme, sweet, clean, beautiful Dustin. Hey everybody, welcome to the break room for June 2nd, 2006. This is the second time we started the show. They don't have to know that. It's all right. Why do you always pull back the curtain? Because it's fun. Hey everybody, it is uh, April 28th. Thank you. No problem. We didn't need the double intro. So uh, this week we actually got our second email of all time. Uh, this actually comes from Eric Valentine. High five! Who runs the comic section over at popsyndicate.com. Where I run the TV section, sort of. Uh, anyways, he listened to the episode last week, and he wanted to make a couple comments on our review of X-Men. Eric, uh, you may have heard on my previous failed show, um, he said, I was looking over the break room for the X-Men podcast, and yeah, and I wanted to note a couple of things. Uh, he said he walked away disappointed, but he knows a couple things. The Quill character, the guy who really did wait, nothing. Wait, walked away disappointed from the show? From the, or from the, from the movie? movie? I don't know. Probably both. <laughs> Probably, probably the show. Uh, he said the the guy who bit did blah, blah. and were spent. Ah, the guy who did nothing. That's Kid Omega. Uh, he said that's weird because his powers are completely different in the original comics. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Uh, yeah, he says yeah. Basically, he was pretty useless in Mar- Marvel. He had like four quills. So whatever. Uh oh. <laughs> so isn't he better now? I guess. What can you be any? I, I, no. He has four quills through his whole body, and they're real small like that, so he has to get lucky that he hits <laughs> you with one of them. <laughs> uh, he said the character that I said was Marrow is actually a white version of Spike from the white uh, cartoon X-Men Evolution, the excellent cartoon. Not the uh, mid-'90s X-Men, but the uh, one that came out a few years ago, Storm's Nephew. And let's see, he, Callisto's powers were changed. Uh, they had to redo the technology and change established Trek lore to make it even marginally interesting. In the comics, she has heightened senses, strength, and speed, <laughs> but not super speed and cerebro sense. Uh, let's see. Da-da. And he said his biggest disappointment was with Psylocke, who was the purple-haired chick who turned up invisible. Uh, she really didn't show up in most of the movie. Besides, she doesn't have invisibility powers. And he says that she died when Phoenix went nuts. So, so this is just correcting the whole past yeah. events of X-Men that the movie fucked up. Yeah, basically. pretty much. Okay. Uh, he said also like Colossus Madrix, who is the multiple man, didn't get enough to do. Uh, he said he figured he's got to be a little more, little more dangerous than Pyro. Um, especially, I yeah. would have figured that, yeah. And uh, he said that Dave was wrong and IMDb is wrong. Each X-Men has actually had a different Kitty Pride. <laughs> uh, Ellen Page was the first Kitty Pride with lines. In X-Men 1, it was Sumela K. In X2, it was Katie Stewart, who played Sarah in the Crow TV series. Not too Awesome. Can you explain that? I don't understand that it connects. Well, I didn't say it. I didn't say it either. Well, I didn't say it either. Ask who said it to explain it. All right. Supposedly Jubilee was in there, but nobody spotted her. And Where? Exactly. Nobody <laughs> spotted her. 
She's just they just say she's in there. I guess probably background or something. She was a fairly important X Men in the in the cartoon, com- yeah. yeah, and in the comics. Uh, and he said that Colossus. Unlo- uh, I was wrong too. Colossus did have a line in X two. He said that I can help you as Wolverine is getting ready to take on Striker. So he tells him to get the kids out. So, all right. He said he's got more, way more gripes than anything. It isn't uh, the worst movie Marvel's ever made, but it beat out the first Spider-Man for me. Just mindless explosions. I have to highly disagree. Man, I love the first Spider-Man. Yeah, Spider-Man, Spider-Man well. Spider-Man Two is a lot better. But and uh, I saw it. Um, we saw it again the other day at the drive-in. Yeah. X-Men and. Uh, I didn't know. I missed it the first time. I don't. I must have just not have been paying attention. But the scene at the end when Xavier is a, uh, when Charles talks, I didn't notice it was in the brain dead guy's body. Remember when he's in the class teaching the class and he says, "What would it? What think what we could do if we could put a functioning brain or person into a body that's not functioning?" Right. And so, that person on the hospital bed—that's the same person that was on the hospital bed in the film he was showing. God, I'm a dork. So he got put into the into the brain dead person's body. Oh, Professor X. That wasn't him on the bed. That was that other guy's body. That's a good point. Oh, okay. So now, well, if you haven't seen the open. movie, if you haven't seen the movie, Dave just well, ruined it for you. By so. now, if they <laughs> haven't seen it, then they don't care that much. All right. Well, way to go, Dave. But I missed that the first time. I thought it was just him laying in bed, but it's not even him. I didn't think about that either. Have y'all seen MI3 yet? <laughs> no, not yet. All right, so Dustin, you uh, took the time to prepare this week's segment. Yeah. All right, that's... Some <laughs> well, well, I'm trying to find yeah, the... Would you uh, like to expound upon that? I'm trying to find the stuff. Basically, our eye has been caught by the uh, man law commercials, the Miller Lite. Yeah, during commercials. the, you know, being around the Dallas area and kind of following the local Dallas uh, basketball team since they've actually made the postseason for once. For ex- once? They've made it for like the last five years. Well, they've actually done something in the postseason. Well, let's wait till they get to the finals. Yeah, but still, if I mean, they even the where finals. they've made it now, uh, I heard today that this is only the second time they've ever made it to June and still been playing, really? ever in franchise history, mm-hmm. so it's definitely one of their best runs. All right. But yeah, I guess Miller Lite came out with this ad campaign of man laws, the, the men of the square table. Right. And I uh, just thought that was kind of interesting. Is that and, like opposed to the King Arthur Knights of the Round Table, I guess? I guess. I mean, I'm not the Miller What does it have to do with the Mavericks? They play them during the Mavericks games. Oh, okay. I it's, thought maybe one of the, uh, like one of the Mavericks like, guys was in it. Like every commercial break, they play them. Yeah, pretty, yeah, they do seem to do that quite a bit. You haven't been watching them? I thought you had. I, yeah, I, guess have, I don't have TNT. I forget their TNT. Yeah, Which mind. is so stupid. When you got a team that's a public team like that, it should not be in fucking TNT. It should yeah. be on a local over-the-air station. You think it should be on both? TNT plays, I think they have the contract for 40 games total, and so I guess once their 40 is up, it'll switch over. I know the finals are on ABC if they make it that far. They must just have all really? most, most were, of the first round ones. I thought it was NBC. Yeah. It's NBC, isn't it? Because no. Bob Costas does the finals. It's ABC. When ABC's been showing all I the other games you. so far. Really? Hmm. Yeah. ESPN and ABC, you know, joined together as a corporation. I don't know how TNT fits into that. Okay. I thought it was all NBC. Oh well. No. Don't really care. Yeah, I didn't figure you Ultimately. did. All right. So, man, law number one is what? You want to just play it? Sure. Let's go for it. Okay. God. Man of the square tape. You bring. Miller Lite to the party. Can you return home with the unopened beer? The book clearly states that once the beer touches the host cooler, ownership of said beer is transferred. What if the beer just floats in the ice and it never actually touches the cooler? That beer's down by contact. I can't take back my own beer. What's next? I can't do this. How about you can take one beer home if it'll fit in your pocket? A tuck rule. Man law. Man law. The great taste of Miller Lite. Always a good call. If it'll spit in your pocket. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like... 
Yeah, that first one got a little screwed up. Yeah. Again, a, a flash sight. So. Way to go. I agree with uh, Hunter Hearst Helmsley whenever he says, what happens next when you can't rip off your shirt? That's yeah. true. That, that's who it was. That's yeah. a, is that the guy that played Sabretooth in X-Men 1? Uh, yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Ah, connections. It's basically what you do every time you sit down here, Dave. <laughs> I, I, really I can't do this. <laughs> I already had it ripped off I'm so fabulous. before the show started. <laughs> It's I, all about the shirt, the shirt ripping. Whenever, sure. I, whenever I say "sweet, clean, beautiful dust," and I'm rubbing my nipple. That's very true. <laughs> just one of them. Just, just the perky <laughs> what one. What does it take? What does it take to get both of them rubbed? I need to see some sweet, clean, beautiful nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is one man law I really don't give a flying fuck about. Yeah, that was the that was one of the dumber. That's ones. probably the lamest one they've had yet. Yeah, I mean, I guess I could go for any kind of beverage. It There's what, three of them? Be There's three of them, right? Three of them yeah. so far, yeah. yeah that like, one was the one I didn't really care about. If yeah. I bring beer, I usually, you know, if nobody wants it, I'll take it, but I usually leave it there. Otherwise, I don't care. Yeah? Whatever. It's going to get drunk one way or the other. You can put it in your ass cheeks, maybe. And usually I'm the one drinking yeah. it. If you do that, you can probably take it with you. That's, <laughs> that's the tuck roll. <laughs> <laughs> but what if you put it in your asshole? <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, they didn't ask that. I don't know why. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, we've so man established law. nobody cares about that man law. <laughs> man law one is unimportant. Man law two. All right. Men of the square table. What if your friend sticks his finger in your beer while he's carrying multiple bottles from the bar? What's the big deal? I don't want your stinky figure in my beer. How's he supposed to get the beers back to the table? Make two trips. Whatever. But if you poke it, you own it. I propose that you poke it, you own it, man law. Second, that you poke it, you own it, law. You poke it, you own it. The great taste of Miller Lite. Always a good call. That was probably the funniest cheeks, one out of all of them. We need, we need to extract just the old man saying, you poke it, you own it. Because <laughs> first of all, I think that's, it's not, it doesn't really apply to beer. I think it applies more to girls. You poke it, you own it. Hey, man, don't get ahead on the man laws. Well, I know. I'm just saying it. You know, I'm referencing the third one in some degree, but I think it applies more to that than beer. That's and very who, true. Who carries beer, beer like That's that? Good point. I don't know. That would be gross. It I wouldn't be want someone to stick their finger in my beer. I well, yeah, be. especially after the conversation we had a few weeks ago about how nobody washes after they go yeah. out to the restroom. I definitely don't want their pee-stained fingers stuck in my bottle, you know? <laughs> Although it, maybe it is kind of sissy to worry about germs like that. Is that really like a manly thing to worry about? Uh, I don't care about germs. It just it seems want weird pee. and gross. I still don't want urine in my beer yeah i don't know it just seems like you could take the journal i wouldn't angle. want to stick someone's finger in my mouth <laughs> that's not true dave well i wouldn't want to not knowingly do it uh, okay <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't want to wake up with someone's finger yeah. in your mouth okay <laughs> something else maybe i wouldn't want to randomly be taking a drink of something and have someone's finger stuck in my mouth <laughs> <laughs> all yeah, right i can understand one. that okay so we care a little more about that one we care about that one i think i think number three is probably the probably the best one the probably the most chatty, but probably the most chatty, yeah. So that's everything you have to say about two. But I, th- I think so. I, I don't. I agree with it. Well, why don't you play the other one? And I would then like to come back. I don't know, third or fourth, and however many people have, how many people are on the <laughs> square table, like six or seven. Yeah. Okay. There we go. Men of the square table, your best friend gets dumped by a girl. How long is she off limits? You gotta wait at least a month. No, not a month. Well, I was always taught you gotta wait two Saturdays. No. Or a new hairdo, whichever comes first. Yeah, yeah. You don't get it. When she's breaking up with your best friend, she's breaking up with you. Forever. What if she's drop dead gorgeous? Okay, six months. Yeah, that's about like it. A great taste of Miller Lite. Always a good call. 
Now, personally, I, I have to agree with Bert on this one. <laughs> Six months? Well, I don't know. I've never really been in that sorry. situation. Um, yeah, it's pretty sorry overall, but, I, you know, what are you going to do? I personally, I would never date anyone's ex that I know just because you know too much about him ultimately. I'm a young male with a penis. Exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. It seems like I agree with what he said in the beginning. Yeah. I think it's probably more acceptable after six months. I don't Bre- think it's right. I agree more with uh, breaking up with you, breaking up with everybody, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know. if I, I, That would just be really strange, in my opinion. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know how you could ever get past that. Again, really. you, you poke it, you own it. <laughs> exactly. That's true. No comments? No comments. That's Chopper true, day. but if you get rid of something that you own, isn't it free rights to everyone else? Mm. Yeah, but could you do that? One of your buddy's exes? I don't know. It would depend how cool and how hot she was. <laughs> could you do that with, you know, Mark's ex? If I, had, I have never, to have an ex first. <laughs> yeah, I'm I've just never saying. met his ex. <laughs> well, okay, well, if he has one and then, you know, gets one and then your marriage falls apart, <laughs> then could you do that to Mark? <laughs> How's that? I probably would never do that. Okay, that's what I mean. <laughs> I couldn't imagine ever doing that. Yeah, I, I personally, I would, I would never do it. I don't think. I think the you know six months rule is just you know coolsters trying to be you know typical guys. Hey, hey now, she's hot. You owned it. Now I'm, I'm poking her. it, bitch. Yeah, I'm fuck your woman. <laughs> I'm hitting that. <laughs> Let's go to the candle room. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you and your candle room references. Well, it's it's a dumb name for a club, and exclusive clubs like that are dumb. This is the Mark Hudson Show. Always got to make the candle room, like, uh, room references. Club Blue. Club Blue, God, yeah. that's such a stupid name club for a club. Club Sin. Uh, let's see. What is, there was another one I was trying to think of. But, yeah, Candle Room is the most exclusive one here in Dallas that I know of. But they said clubs here in is Dallas. How would you get your VIP pass to that place? It's the Mark Hudson Show. This I mean, is the Mark on. Hudson Show. This is the Mark Hudson Show. Exactly. Ah. Mark, 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 Mark. Uh, That's all he does. He walks when, up when to are we going to broadcast live from there? From the candle room? <laughs> broadcast live. <laughs> as soon as I'm not ugly enough to get in. <laughs> you just walk up to the door. Mark, Mark. They let you in. Uh, all right. So you as guys, soon as you're not ugly enough to get yeah. in? <laughs> you, have to be, you have to be like... A certain level of ugly <laughs> to get in? <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> good looking enough to get in. Consume some penis. That too. I don't know if they if they like gay guys. Now, if if y'all had a man law, are there any man laws that y'all would? Yeah, personally, y'all would state into the law book. What <laughs> the man law book? Okay. Um, <laughs> did you have you not seen the commercial? No, I, yeah, I have the old guy with no, the big they have book. The, an old dude yeah, with a huge book. Yeah. Cleaner. I'm just whatever. Yeah, you're just pretending like you don't know <sighs> for no reason. Um, yeah, I actually came. This kind of relates to our show a couple weeks ago with the bathroom Pee-pee. thing. You should never wait for another guy in the bathroom. Like, he's, you're taking a pee, you get done first. You don't stand around and wait for the other guy to finish. And you're sitting there having a chat with him. That's a good point. You should just walk outside, you can finish your conversation outside. Hey, you can talk outside of the bathroom, we're not chicks. After you wash your hands. <laughs> yes, I please see, wash your hands. I see that too much at work, where guys will sit there and wait on each other, and like, t- of course we'll be talking about work bullshit. They what the sit, fuck, man? They sit there and have a conversation, too. And that's, not only that. That's the worst when have, they talk about work shit. They'll have, like, one guy leaning in the door and the other guy in the bathroom, and they're having a conversation. That is, that should not be allowed oh, man. That's, among uh, men. Yeah. That's about all i got to say about that. Dustin, you have one? No, actually, I failed on the assignment. Way to complete the homework I apologize. Assignment. I thought of one that would make a decent commercial. It's not really 
anything I would go by, but it'd be yeah. kind of funny to hear all those guys, all the stars talking about it. But if you're a, you're not allowed to stare at a friend's wife's tits unless she's showing more than four inches of cleavage at the time. <laughs> so you have to sit there measuring. Anything under three inches, inches of cleavage and you're not allowed to stare. But anything over, then it's free range because she's doing it on purpose. That's a good point. Wiener? Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, what about wiener cleavage? <laughs> if they're showing four <laughs> inches. If it's on your, on your friend's wife, then <laughs> I, that's fucked up. <laughs> and you want to stare, that's really <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> No talking in the bathroom, just in general, is a great... I like that man law. Especially if you're going to the bathroom. It's even worse. I can see if you're like at the sink yeah, at the if same you're both time at the washing your hands. There should be no urinal sink crossover. No. Talk. That should be absolutely not allowed. And, uh, dude, you should definitely not go recognize someone that's in the shitter. If somebody's in the back, you know, like in the stall, yeah. they have to have been looking too hard to know it's you. Uh, absolutely. Has someone done that to you? Yes, they have. Did you say that last time? Yeah, I think that I did. Is, Messed up. It's disgusting. That would freak me out if someone started talking to me while I was taking a crap. They have. Man, I went in today again, and that same guy at work was standing in the middle urinal peeing. So does he annoy you in the bathroom? Yes. Standing in the middle urinal peeing. There's three, and he goes to the middle one. Oh, is that that guy that that stands with his hands behind his back? Yes. Okay, so there's another bathroom man law. You should be required to have man space. Yes. If there are three urinals, you should have to put one urinal between you. I can understand if maybe he wants no one to pee around him. Yeah. But you can't do that when there's only three that's true because i mean i couldn't wait long i wasn't gonna walk that would be even gayer is to walk in and see a guy peeing and then turn around and walk back out because <laughs> you're balls. that uncomfortable two balls yeah you always need your man and then space. of course you walk next to him and he goes hey david what's <laughs> up <laughs> high five it could be like uh oh what's I'm that like, movie with mazel mazel i turn it? next to him i uh, turn to him and go Along came Polly. Yeah. Where the guy actually slaps it, you know, he yeah. slaps a dude on the ass. Muzzle, muzzle. He goes, hey, David, what's up? I go, well, you're peeing too close to me. <laughs> Is that what you said to him? No, I should uh, have. Oh, I thought that you would have been pee-pee. awesome. Pee-pee. That would have been awesome. Uh, so any more man laws? That is disgusting. Dave, I think you probably had the, the best one. With the cleavage? I don't know. I, I expected more. Uh, I expected Dustin to at least think of one, so I didn't try that hard to think of multiple ones. Yeah. I like the one on the website with no Jack and Joe wedding showers. That's a good one. That is good. So no tandem like is that is that the one where they have like the guy has to go to the wedding shower with right, the chick, right? Yeah. And watch Kill her open because I have to do that. <laughs> do you really? Yes. Why? Cleaner. Supposedly <laughs> that's what guys do. <laughs> are you gonna ha- are you gonna have like a a man bath or something where we give you like I don't know weights and <laughs> she's having two showers and we supposedly give you I have room. to at least make an appearance at both of them, which I've never knew that's what people did. I never knew the guy went to the shower. An appearance that. Was so it's like a awful. It's like a movie screening or something. Like, hey, look, it's wow, fabulous. Wow. <laughs> I don't understand it. I guess it just goes to show how <laughs> devote that she is. That's true. It does. It really does. It really does. Why is she having two showers though? One for here, one for Abilene. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know she had enough people in Abilene to really require a shower. Yeah, I guess so. All I knew it was supposedly was the one. Supposedly, God, I'm a dork. Why can't they just come here? She lived there for as long as we did. Well, a good point, but I'm saying. <laughs> it's a good point. I don't Whatever. It sucks you got to make an appearance of both, though. Well, I think a lot of the one in Abilene is for older people. Uh, they probably won't make it to the wedding. Ah, uh, yes, the olds. So you're going to fly <laughs> flying in your chopper and <laughs> swing down on your rope ladder? Hello! I'm going to have a machine gun shoot, shoot around circle oh! in the ceiling and bust through it. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to explode, too. <laughs> or at least drop a grenade or something. 
into the middle of all the old people. <laughs> all right, so that was pretty much a failed segment, I guess. High five! What do you mean? I don't know. You failed your assignment. Hey, I came up with one, or I at least presented one. What was yours? The Jack and Joe Wedding Shower. Okay, that's good. I presented that one. That was original, though. I didn't say it was original. I said I presented one. Hmm. Hmm. Okay. That is so whack. I'm so disappointed in you. I'm sorry, so man. So am I. Hey, I killed 20 minutes and 16 seconds for a show, and that's good for us. Killed. To kill a first. quality broadcasting. We're not killing time here. Oh, I apologize. We're Think. filling time with joy. <laughs> All right, hey, so the, uh, after the break, well, I guess we'll get into Shop the news. Since we kind of ran short on man laws. Um, we don't have to be done if you have some more. I don't have any more. I just came up with only one. Well, we all presented one, then. Why, why is everything rolling on to me? Why you got to hit the table? Why are you so angry? I don't know. You just pissed me off. All right, so in the news, <laughs> uh, Batwoman is back as a lesbian. And, um... Fuck! <laughs> 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 That's for the segment. And a man chops off his penis to prove how faithful he is to his wife. What? Mm. Consume some penis. I can't right. hear you anymore. <laughs> Consume some penis. Your mouths are so moving, wide. but I don't hear anything. Well, my mouth's you know, five mile radius. Yours and Dustin's. <laughs> no, you're two. All right, the uh, band this week is Jim's Big Ego out of Boston, Massachusetts. WWW Jot. That's right. Um, I don't know what the rest of the URL is. I'll figure it dub, out. Dub, dub, talk jot, about it in the second dub, half. Dub, dub, uh, I know you can find the music at music.podshow.com because I'm supposed to mention that since we're using their music. But yeah, it's music.podshow.com. God damn it. <laughs> uh, the first song is. What is it? Uh, <laughs> what the fuck were you thinking, motherfucker? Are you playing that band? Yeah, I'm playing that band. I thought you picked a different band. No. Oh. I played. No. We're going with Jen's Big oh, Ego. I thought you picked a different. I didn't know that's who that was. Yeah, so uh, yeah, play that song then. That's funny. I, work. I, I am. All right, so off of uh, music.podshow.com, so Jim's Big Ego. All right, what the fuck? High five. High five. High five. Go. Out. Go. I said I was tired of swatting at flies. And then two flies knocked down the Twin Towers, and a lot of people died. So I thought I'd make that the cornerstone of my campaign. Bring my friends to New York and have them say 9 11 again and again and again. What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? I had other priorities than going to Nam. Like hanging out, doing blow, going AWOL, and hitting the bomb. You know, back then I just didn't feel like going to war. That's what suckers like John Carrier for. <laughs> what the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? Oh, hi, father. What Jesus do I just don't feel like we should be changing horses in midstream Even if the horse is on fire And the stream is made of gasoline I feel the country's much safer with him Now that we're finally alone in the world we can win. What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? What the fuck are you thinking? What the fuck, motherfucker? 
Hello? What are we doing? Go. What are we supposed to be doing? You're playing the intro back in. I am? You said you had something. Oh, uh, what? Okay, well, I wasn't ready yet. Jesus. Sorry. And we're waiting. <laughs> this town! Oh. You're no, not as sweet and clean and beautiful go. as you used to be. There we go. Oh, see, can you see you get a recording of me back in the days when I used to drink? <laughs> I feel so patriotic right now. I'm going go to go to Iraq. Put it in my ass. All right. Uh, Dude, what's with all the little gnats all over the place? F- I don't know. You need to exterminate. <laughs> all right. So uh, back... DC Comics is bringing back Batwoman as a lesbian. Uh, so far since the 70s, there's only been Batgirl, which was first Barbara Gordon. You may have seen her in, let's see, the original Adam West show. This town needs an enemy. Uh, no, she wasn't in that Batman. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Uh, she was in what, Batman Forever? Was that the one? Forever. Forever. Yeah, uh, yeah with uh, Alicia Silverstone. and uh, we, So we... we uh, in the comics, now, Barbara Gordon got her back shot out by somebody, and she got paralyzed. And but now there was originally a bat woman back in the forties or some such. I'm that, definitely afraid of having my ass torn. <laughs> Whoa! Uh, that uh, Bob Kane, who created Batman, he created him, created her. Anywho, uh, she was written out when one of the uh, DC head honchos said she was too silly, along with the original Batgirl. Anyway, <laughs> DC has decided to bring her back for the uh, fifty-two series, which is one comic release uh, per week. For twelve months, and they're going to bring her back. That's interesting to bring her back. As but a not lesbian. only they're bringing the back, they're bringing the back as a lesbian. Yeah, that's uh, different. Dan Didio, who I think that's how you say it, or Didio, or Dido, or whatever, said that <laughs> we decided to give her a different point of view. Uh, we wanted to make her a more unique personality than others in the Bat family because let's face it. You know, dressing up in a rubber bat suit is not unique <laughs> enough. No, you have to turn. You have to be a or... lesbian bat. <laughs> That's one of the reasons we went in this direction," said Bob Dan Didio. Uh, the original character was started in '56 and killed off in 1979. Her alter ego is Kathy Kane, which conveniently enough is named after Bob Kane. Surprisingly uh, enough, yeah, she is a socialite from Gotham High Society," says Didio. And she has past co- the fuckity fuck fuck, we, fuck so we, fuck, we fuck. past past connection with Bruce Wayne, and she has an eleven. Ale- ale- God damn it! <laughs> uh, in in uh, the there uh, um, uh, and the uh, so deserved uh, these these they uh, so I don't know. so is the uh, the thought of a lesbian Batwoman just flustering <laughs> you? Yeah, it does. It gets me all hot and bothered. <laughs> She's gonna have an affair with Renee Montoya, one of the uh, 
Gotham City detectives. Now, what they need to do is have her and Catwoman get it on. Let's get it on. You can rub it on your nipples. Oh. Uh, they do provide an illustration with the article, which I found at uh, news.yahoo.com. Is that Apparently, the lesbian Batwoman there? That's the lesbian. She's going to have red hair, but she's going to have a black suit. Everywhere. And what's interesting is here she has uh, the Batman Beyond logo, if you ever saw ah. that cartoon. Uh, so it's a very Batman and, Beyond logo. Uh, the belt buckle, it's weird that it says chicks only. <laughs> sure. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and she has a red cape, red gloves, and a black main part. Whatever. How's your vagina? <laughs> so, yay for lesbianism. High five. High five! Uh, an English radio station uh, in Essex, England, has banned the playing of James Blunt songs. Who is he? James Blunt sings uh, that song, You're Beautiful. They must be anti-lesbian also. I am a tiger! That's the wrong one. He doesn't uh, sing that? It's, You're beautiful! You know that one? Have you heard that one? Yeah, I've heard it. Okay. Yeah, they banned that I one. I am a tiger! And uh, Goodbye, My Lover. Uh... Chris Cotton of F- Essex FM said, Abrams. We don't have anything against James Blunt, and we're pleased he has been so successful, but we really need a break. Uh, apparently, they have been, he's been overplayed in England, and people have really been complaining, so they completely banned the playing of his music. Matt <clears throat> said the song has topped the charts in 25 countries. So, good for him getting banned. Cream? I wish I would ban him from the radio in America. <laughs> uh, looks like they're going to make another unnecessary sequel with Die Hard 4 uh, with the 70-year-old Bruce Willis coming back to star. That's uh, the only thing he can do, man. Lynn Wiseman. Hey, he made Sixth Sense. He made uh, Unbreakable. Yeah, but... With Shyamalama Lama Ding Dong. I guess uh, Sixth Sense was pretty successful, but other than that, it tends to be Die Hard for him. What else did he uh, do? He did that... Good point. Um, Hostage was actually was a good movie. It didn't do that well, though. But it was I mean, decent. box office was success. It, it yeah. seems like Die Hard or, I guess, a Shyamalan. But even Unbreakable, was that even a box office success? I don't think so. It was the best Shyamalan movie, though. <laughs> you think so? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the one was with the aliens in the field with Mel Gibson, I forget the name of um, it. I was going to say Alone in the Dark, but that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> I don't think so. The one with the aliens who are afraid of wood or whatever, and they can't turn a door handle? I think it's water. First Contact. No, remember, they can't get... Yeah. Phenomenon. Abyss. E.T. Close to the first kind. It. Mars Attacks. Come uh, on, man. you got to think of it. Um, White. Uh, vamp. They had to redo the technology and change the style of Trek Lord <laughs> to make it even marginally interesting. Mel Gibson. Let's I'm see. a young male with a penis. Giant balls. It was a signs. Something like that. Yes, yes. That was it. It's the one where they couldn't turn the door handle. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, and they were afraid of water. Yeah, I'm Anywho, uh, the director in talks to direct the movie is Underworld's Lynn Wiseman, who directed both Underworld and, I believe, the one after that, Underworld 2? Evolution. Yeah. Yeah, he's married to the hot Kate Beckinsale. Have y'all seen MI3 yet? Hmm. Um. Yeah, I have. I don't have any yet. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the three films of which oh I've never God, seen I the hate third. You. <laughs> uh, it has earned and, and 740. Wait a minute. Look at this. Okay, I didn't realize this earlier. I naturally put in the word million, wow. Wow. but it says the three films which came out in 88, 90, 95 have earned 740 dollars worldwide. <laughs> kind of failed. I don't know why they're making it fourth. <laughs> 
All America right. has gotten to the point where you don't even have to put a figure after it when you're talking about movies. It's Everything is in millions. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and supposedly it's, it's influenced bitch. the generation of action filmmaking. The guy at my I work guess. was uh, having car work done on his car this week, and he said no matter what happens Peace to me. his car, it costs a grand. It yep. just starts at a grand, <laughs> no matter what it is. He said zeros. they're just going to start using. They're just. He goes in and they're just going to start saying one point five, and they're just going to mean fifteen hundred bucks. PP. That's about right. Didn't you? Uh, you had to have your thermometer replaced or something. Oh, yeah, four hundred bucks. Four hundred. God. Thermostat. Thermostat. Yeah, I've never been that thermometer. It was. It was probably like two fifty. I had them do some other stuff while they were there. Jeez. What the fuck, man? That's pretty expensive. It's fucking expensive. Did you go to the Ford but dealership, or did you go after like doing after repairing the one on my old Jeep? Mm-hmm. I can understand them charging that much labor because it's a fucking bitch. You have to take basically the whole engine apart. Mm. Good times. Uh, Breakfast Club's Paul Gleason died this week. He was 67 years old. He died of mesothelioma, a rare form of lung cancer. High linked five! Linked to asbestos, apparently. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, they said that uh, whenever you're with Paul, his wife said there was never a dull moment. He was awesome. Uh, he was an, His daughter said he was an athlete, an actor, and a poet. He gave me and my sister a love that is beyond description that will keep us, be with us and keep us strong for the rest of our lives. Now, if you don't know who Gleason is, he played the coach in uh, Breakfast Club that said this. Don't mess with a bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Uh, he, he's the one that held him all in detention, I believe, if I remember that right. Did he come out with, like, toilet paper hanging out of his ass? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was one of the great movies of our generation. Remember, he did the get the horns and, you know, had to do the... Yeah, hang loose symbol front and back ways. That's right. Don't mess with the bull, young man. You'll get the horns. Was he a coach or was he a principal? That's a good point. He was. He was the coach, I think. I thought he was the principal. Was he a principal? I thought he was like a. I thought he was a coach in the movie. Whatever. He was in. The, he was the guy in the in the <laughs> detention that kept him there. So whatever. <laughs> he was the guy in detention. He kept him in detention. Yeah, I think you're right. I think. Yeah, he I'm was a nerd. Principal. It doesn't say here, but yeah. yeah, I'm a nerd. High five. Uh, that stupid bitch Paris Hilton is going to release an album. That stupid white bitch. Our first single is going to be called a reggae song called Stars Are Blind. I am a tiger. Can we go ahead and ban her from American radio? <laughs> can, Please. Can we just ban her from America? Yeah. Let's, from everything. Uh, let's, let's trade the UK James Blunt for her. Absolutely. Uh, she said that uh, the album also have a cover of Rod Stewart's Da Ya Think I'm Sexy. Uh, Hilton said, quote, the whole album has such so much different music on it. I like all music. It's not like I only like pop or only rock. I want to have something for everybody. We wanted to make and sure we had at least one single out of some kind of music somewhere that's successful. <laughs> uh, this is the funny part. She said she wrote the lyrics to seven of her songs. Oh. Didn't say how many songs are on the album. I would call bullshit on that. And I, this dumb bitch who made a porn movie said she had to overcome shyness to become a singer. Ah. <laughs> I have always had a voice, and I always knew I could sing, but I was too shy to let it come out. That stupid Nazi I bitch. think that is the hardest thing you can do, to sing in front of people. I'm suddenly turning British. When <laughs> 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 I finally let go and did it, what I realized the then what I am what most talented man? at and what I love to do the most. <laughs> no, you're most talented at being Consume a stupid whore who can only di- date Greek shipping magnates. Consume some penis. So wisely, the... Uh, it's, you know, five-mile <laughs> radius. Supposedly, the single Stars Are Blind will be released this month by Warner Records and her own label, Eris Records, followed by the full album later this year. Arab. I'm hoping for such failure for her. God. You know it's going to be successful. Yeah, with all For some st- reason. The stupid lemmings who follow all her shit around. Stupid fucking gnats. They're probably coming out of your uh, sink. 
They get they really? they get live in the drains. If you pour a little bleach down there, it'll get rid of them. Mm, you have any bleach? Put it in my ass. I don't have any bleach. So you have to buy some when you go to the store. <laughs> no. Somebody carried a barrel. Right <laughs> bring it here with you. <laughs> uh, in the Deutschland, in Dutch, Amsterdam, whatever, the uh, Dutch pedophiles are launching their own political party. To they're trying to push for a cut. Dave, you're vomit or vomit. Are Why you are you clapping so hard, Marcus? I am not. Are you a high five? Charter member of this uh, political party? <laughs> I, Jesus God. <laughs> uh, the <clears throat> they're calling themselves the Charity Freedom and Diversity Party, and why they spelled NVD for short, I'm not sure. But uh, they said we are going to shake the Hague a week. <laughs> Yay for rhymes! They're pushing for a cut in the legal age of sexual relations. From 16 to 12 Ten, years old. Nine. And they're also, of course, pushing for the legalization of child pornography and sex with animals. And they're also asking for private possession of child pornography to be allowed. Oh, although they Lord. don't, they supposedly don't support the, the trade of such materials. Bullshit. Um, they also want pornography to be broadcast on daytime television. <laughs> with the only pornography that is... Uh, Restricted is violent pornography, but they'll limit that to the late evening. I mean, come on, let's get a little balance going here. We can we can have you know child porn, but not the violent stuff. Uh, they also said that toddlers should be given sex education, and youths aged sixteen and up should be allowed to appear in pornographic films and prostitute themselves. And they said that sex with animals should be allowed, although abuse of animals should remain illegal. Oh, good lord! Uh, Where's this at again? This is in uh, Amsterdam. Oh. <laughs> What uh, do you want to know? Add Vandenberg. <laughs> you just think it's <laughs> interesting? For a vacation spot? I was just well, curious. I forget. I didn't hear what you said. <laughs> you wanted to see where you could uh, join Honey- a political party? Honeymoon. Honeymoon's <laughs> coming up. <laughs> Why do you have your headset off? Because you're playing the drops too loud. Are they? Yes. Uh, excuse me. Why are we making... Uh, hmm. What? Oh. Huh? All right. Add Vandenberg. One of the party's founders said, a band just makes children curious. Um, we want to make pedophilia the subject of discussion. It's a good point. We want to get into Parliament so we have a voice. Other politicians only talk about us in a negative sense, as if we are criminals. It's because you're fucking children. Because you're, you're a criminal. Yeah. Under the current laws. What the fuck is wrong with people? I, I scored with a Nazi. You know, I, I realize Amsterdam is very liberal and whatever. You know, they. I don't think they have any bans on drugs or prostitution or whatever. They allow this shit. That's yeah, ridiculous. That's, that's going over. But apparently it's uh, it's not going over well in, Good. in uh, Amsterdam at all. Uh, people are rallying against it. Right. So they should. Dave, you okay over there? Oh, yeah. you're, you're fading out. You're pod fading. Uh, I not have anything to say about that. <laughs> you're pod fading quickly. He'll let us know how it is when he comes back. I don't joke about pedophilia. Unlike y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. We planned to tour the comedy clubs with that line of humor. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Charlie Sheen. He has slipped to number two on the living sex legends Aww. list for Maxim. <laughs> with only having slept with 5,000 women, and maybe men, according to his wife, Denise Richards. Claims he's bisexual. Ex-wife. Ex-wife. Well, she's not ex yet. They're going through the divorce now, so soon to be ex-wife. Yeah. Uh, number 10 is Bill Wyman. The Rolling Stones bassist with 1,000. Uh, Irvin Magic Johnson, the aged up basketball <laughs> star, slept with 1,000 and gave AIDS to 1,000. He's black. Uh, Lemmy Kilmister, who is the head of Motorhead, 
Okay. <laughs> okay. He got. He's had twelve hundred. Yes. I know who they are. I'm just saying the the front the front guy of Motorhead. There's a lot of drunk sluts. A lot of white trash. Uh, Jack Nicholson has scored with two hundred or two hundred two thousand <laughs> women. Uh, Ilya Natasasasasasasay, who's a tennis star, has scored with twenty five hundred women. J.J. Um, Abrams. At number five, Engelbert Humperdinck. Really? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Apparently he's knocked up 3,000. Uh, number four is Julio Iglesias. He got them all pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, to all the girls I've loved before. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. I scored uh, with a Nazi. Number four, Julio Iglesias with 3,000, another singer. Uh, what's Julio Iglesias to all the girls I loved before? I don't remember. I that. have no idea. Okay. I thought it was Engelbert, but whatever. All the same. Uh, Gene Simmons, Kiss Frontman, 4,600 women. Charlie Sheen's we mentioned before, 5,000. These are exact numbers? I think so, yes. You notice they're all rounded to... They're <laughs> all right at the 1,000 <laughs> marks. <laughs> and marks. finally, some guy named Umberto Billo, who's a Venetian hotel porter, claims to have scored with 8,000 women. That's a lot of fucking men. <laughs> That's a lot of fucking That men. is. I don't see how you could score That's with a good that point. Man. I wonder how old that bitch is. Yeah, I know. I was going to say, I wonder how old that is. That he is. I don't know. That has to be most of the days of his life. I think you'd have to, you'd have to like screw like probably three to four chicks. <laughs> you have, have to double up on them. Maybe he does. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. Two chicks know. at the same time, man. <laughs> yeah, at least at least uh, <sighs> every day. All right, that was exciting. And finally, man, why is it always out of the Asian countries that stuff like this happens? Uh, out of Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia, a man tried to convince his wife that he was faithful, faithful to her and by, faithful and faithful by cutting off his penis. Uh, he was the 41-year-old unidentified man got into an argument last Friday with his wife after she found a text message on his phone from another woman. Um, apparently, the man was heard by his son shouting that he wanted to prove that he wasn't having an affair. So then, <laughs> this argument was followed by loud screams. And the man emerged from his room bleeding <laughs> profusely. Man. So his wife rushed him to the hospital. Apparently, the uh, they successfully reattached the male member. Never understand people like that. <laughs> the why have you severed your penis many a times? Because it's fun. I don't do it out of love. You just do it for the hell of it? Do it for, for the tingly sensation. Right. I guess Dave isn't into do penis humor either. Do it to feel, feel alive. That's right. Yeah, I'm a nerd. Why do you think I don't have a girlfriend? I was chopping off the penis. God, I'm a dork. All right, uh, the band, as we mentioned earlier, was Jim's Big Ego. You can find them at bigego.com or music.podshow.com or myspace.com slash Jim's Big Ego. Man, you got them all that quick. I sure did. You can, oh, yeah, the band uh, that does our opening theme every week is called American Rex. <laughs> Fuck. American <laughs> Rockstar. You can find them at uh, myspace.com slash American Rockstar. Thanks to them. Uh, you can email us at breakroom at gmail.com or you can find our website at breakroom.org. And I should mention real, real quick um, that uh, we had a little problem last week with our feed and I decided to move all of our shows to another server. So what this means is um, not, of our old, not all of our old shows are up anymore. Uh, I had to remove some of them uh, for we, space so we, considerations. We, uh, so I think we only have five episodes up. Um, if you want to download the show directly, you can. I prefer you go through feeds.feedburner.com slash thebreakroom. But if you want to, like if you're using Doppler, uh, which doesn't work with FeedBurner anymore apparently, 
Uh, you can go to thebreakroom.libsyn.com. That's L-I-B-S-Y-N.com. Uh, you can call us at 206-666-3356. And you can be our friend at myspace.com slash thebreakroom. God, we've got a lot of contact info. Or uh, you just some uh, juggy chick who's just randomly trying to uh, get your website out there. You know what? If you're a, get denied. if you're a juggy chick that's looking to get your website out there, that's fine. Just show us some a picture of your jugginess, like without a shirt, full on jugginess, not just teasy jugginess. How's your vagina? Send us real pictures of jugginess, naked jugginess, not teased jugginess, or vet. You know, naked vagina too works. How's your you know, vagina? Whatever. Uh, again, it's uh, breakroom at gmail.com or 206-666-3356. Uh, this is Jim's B-Gigo with Boston Band. If we don't pod fade. If we don't pod fade. If All we right. don't pod fade. Gasoline. High five. High five. Go. Have a good Out. week, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> We're a local Boston band. Another local Boston band. Another local fucking Boston fucking band And we're here to rock your world And we're here to get you laid And we're here to make you boogie all night long And we're here, we're here Kate says she wants to be a big rock star Her parents just don't understand They spent a lot of money on a college education And they'd really like to see some results Kate's got this big fire inside You should see how it burns Something forces you out in front of strangers to sing It's as powerful as any love We're a local Boston band Another local Boston band Another local fucking Boston fucking band We're here to help sell Says that the Boston music scene Is like two snakes trying to strangle each other to death As soon as one snake tries to come out of its hole The other one tightens its grip I like that image but I'd rather live here Than in New York or Nashville or LA There's 10,000 writers with access to grind And you won't find that just any old place We're a local Boston band Another local Boston band Another local fucking Boston fucking band We're here away from home